Hey, God bless you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of True Gaming. I am your host, One Way Soldier, or you call me Carl. And before I get into this episode, I first wanted to address my absence. I know the last episode I posted, which was last year in uh, late 2020, and now it's 2021, and it's uh, May 21st as of recording of this episode. The, the reason for my absence is death in the family, in my family, and um, due to that, and amongst other things, I uh, took a leave of absence, so to speak, And um, but now I'm back, I'm returning, I'm back to a regular schedule where I'll be uploading an episode of True Gaming every Friday, and to answer your questions, to interact with you, the listener. So I, I thank you so much for listening, and let's get into this today's episode. So today's episode, I got a question uh, from a listener and from a buddy of mine, I should say rather, and he asked me an interesting question. He said, "One way soldier, what are some games that have horde modes slash survival modes that you could play online with friends?" So today's topic, I have a list of games that I wanted to go through. That features either a horde mode or a survival survival mode, excuse me, with friends. And uh, let's dive right into this list. And the first game on this list, where I think that started the horde mode sort of trend, if you will, um, is Gears of War 2. Well, the Gears of War franchise, Gears of War 2, 3, 4, and 5, they all featured horde modes. And released back in 2008, came up with the mode, horde mode. Horror mode where uh, you solo or with a friend um, survive waves after waves of enemies, of, of hordes of enemies, and you're trying to survive and make it to the end game, which will, I think it was like wave 50. And this was started a whole trend of horde mode. Very fun, very action packed. And especially in the later series, I think 4, they sort of. sort of butchered it in a sense, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, but 2, 3, and. Five, I do believe it made a return as well. Five. Horde mode is awesome. And not only do I recommend playing, you know, Gears of War just for the story and the cooperative campaign, you know, just by itself, but Horde mode is a great addition for the game. And if you're looking for action, if you're looking for how long he's hold it out, I definitely recommend the Gears of War series. I think the Gears of War series would definitely satisfy that itch. And the cool thing also about Gears of War 3, actually, like, is that Gears of War 3... To my knowledge, Gears of War 3, if you actually beat wave mode where you actually survive all 50 waves, which, I mean, good luck with that, <laughs> but the, the wave 50, if you actually beat it, you actually unlock a special reward where every time you sprint, your character turns into like a special fireball. I think it's really cool. Again, horde mode is, is an awesome experience to so experience with a buddy, and uh, highly recommend it. Speaking of, the second game... I would like to also address on this list, which, to me, I just, thinking about all the hours, the countless hours I spend trying to improve on my survival skills, and that game is called Left 4 Dead. Left 4 Dead 1 and 2 feature survival mode, where you can either play it solo with bots, and or you could play it with up to uh, three other three of your friends. And what's really cool about this mode is, as soon as you start the mode, there is just going to be 
a flood, just a flood of enemies, um, of zombies, or hordes of zombies, special fact that as well, and you're trying to survive long enough until, well, you're trying to set a record. So it's really cool is that there's three different kinds of metals that you can earn in survival, survival mode, where there's bronze, silver, and gold. If you survive for four minutes, you will earn a bronze medal. If you survive for, I do believe, seven minutes, you will earn a silver medal. And if you survive for ten minutes, you will earn a gold. And, and if you survive longer than ten minutes, that just earns a spot in the leaderboards. You know, it's, it's really tough. But <laughs> um, but I remember just countless hours back in the day. Uh, I actually used to play this title a lot with my father. My father and uh, two, of my, uh, two of my friends and or uh, my brother and a friend. Um, we, we just used to try to beat our own record in every map. There's these different maps, and you get to set a record for each individual map. And I do believe on one map in particular, I do believe it's the one in Dead Air campaign. I remember uh, it's a map that you're on top of a roof of a building, and there's a crane. And it's pretty much all where you can only move on that roof, pretty much. And I remember I survived for 32 minutes, I believe. No hack. No glitch. Actually, survived for 32 minutes. And, man, talk about the sweatiest moments of my life. <laughs> it, it was uh, a lot of uh, And what I like about Left 4 Dead, too, is trying to survive. You have to coordinate with your team. It can't just be one man slaying all the zombies and the other three just holding back. No, it, it, it takes some serious cooperative coordination. I think that's why Left 4 Dead... Uh, I mean, there's other games on this list that's definitely memorable to me. But Left 4 Dead is among the top and I think will always be on top just because of the countless memories I have but also just uh, it takes teamwork that whole, that whole game is about teamwork so if you never played the Left 4 Dead 1 or 2 um, survival mode highly recommended also just going through the campaign as well but survival is a lot of fun and it's a fun way to also challenge yourself in a way of how long can you survive and you know prove your skills in the game Unfortunately, as of the recording of this podcast, I do believe you on the Xbox 360, you cannot like buy Left 4 Dead 1 and 2 uh, digitally, of course. But if you can, ma- you can still hold, manage to grab a physical copy, maybe on eBay or something. You could manage to grab a, a physical copy for about like $15. Um, the last time I saw seen it, and also on Steam, you could just get, also get the game on Steam. Usually, that that game is quite. It's frequently on sale, I would say, on Steam. So if you're looking forward to this game, definitely recommend grabbing it. And definitely play it with a friend, your buddies, rather. Alright, and the third game on this list I wanted to talk about is Halo Old DST Firefight. So if you have Halo Master Chief, if, you have, if you're an Xbox person, and <clears throat> you have the Halo Master Chief collection, first of all, congratulations. <laughs> it's amazing, just a uh, legacy of four amazing titles in one package um, but what i like is that recently they added halo dst firefight fans for years have cried out for this mode's return old the uh, and halo master chief collection and they finally did it you know they always had um or not always had i should say but i know they put the halo reach old uh, firefight um but it's not the same holy halo dst uh, I, I personally love Halo DST because I mean I always love playing as a Spartan. I always love playing as Master Chief. You know, over you know have a shield, recharges. There's really no health bar. But Halo DST, what I like about it is that you play as an old DST trooper. Obviously, you don't have 
a shield. You have, well, you have a little bit of a shield, but you ha you go on a health bar system, where you get damage. With one, it encourages you to take cover, so you can't just be in the open, start slaying everything. In Halo DST, you have to be mindful of your health. You have to take cover, and if you get damaged, your health doesn't regenerate. You have to run, walk around, or uh, hopes to look for a health pack. And what I like about the firefight system is that to, that that you know just that gameplay mechanic alone if you have to look for a health pack mixing with a survival mode it actually feels like pure survival you know it actually it you know it's cooperative up to four players and um you, there's waves of enemy there's an end game you could just actually different modes you could choose you could choose endless uh, or um if you want to you know cry and suffer no i'm just kidding but um or you could just choose there, there's an end game the normal form of firefight there is an end game to it and um there's like ways and then there's rounds i do believe like round one could contain like four waves of enemies and at the end of all four waves there's you know at the end of the round you will fight like a boss and um which could be a, a brute with a hammer a brute with a few rod cannon etc and that game seriously takes coordination you know it's not like a, a solo um, kind of mode and i really highly recommend that mode and i love it and and also being in, in halo Master Chief Collection, playing that game in 1080p, 60 frames per second, or if you have the Xbox Series X, I mean, uh, you can play a native 4K, 120 frames per second, that mode, and, you know, it's amazing, and if you have the Xbox One X, you can play at 4K, 60 frames, um, so it, it's cool that they brought that mode back when it was originally featured on the Xbox 360, but if you have an Xbox One and or, especially Xbox Series X, which I know is very difficult to find, hope you, you know, the listener you guys get one i know it's a tough time but i definitely recommend uh this mode you get to play it better than it ever was before you know so if you haven't played it i'll say now is the perfect time to get into that mode and the next game on this list call of duty nazi zombies i mean if you're looking for a, a survival wave-based mode definitely call of duty nazi zombies will definitely satisfy uh that itch i'll also say as well um actually it, it's, a, it's a little funny because call of duty the call of duty uh, world at war came out 2008 and that game was actually the first in the series to feature nazi zombies it was first featured as a bonus mode if you were to beat the campaign uh but it grew significantly in popularity that now they expanded the the mode it's more than a mode now it actually has a store lore to it actually extremely popular but the funny thing is this call of duty world at war actually released in 2008 as well alongside with uh well a month later than gears of war 2 gears of war 2 i do believe it came out in october of 2008 whereas to call of duty world at war came out in november 2008 so it's really cool that you know the gears of war was the first uh, game to really introduce a concept of a horde mode and call of duty uh nazi zombies started a whole survival base mode as well and i do believe left for dead as well um i i don't quite remember i think i looked that up but i do believe left for dead came out it, it well left for dead survival mode came out i do believe in 2008 as well but it was after the release of the game sometime later they added the survival pack they added survival pack which added the survival mode later as, as a dlc as a free dlc so very interesting interesting fact so 
If you're looking for a survival wave-based mode, this game mode, each wave that passes by the zombies grow, they can take more damage. And so that forces you to um, get, and every kill that you do, or every action rather you do, you earn points. And then you use those points either to buy new paths in a level, you use the points to purchase weapons that are on the wall. You can also purchase a weapon out of a mystery box, something called a mystery box, where you spend 900 points, usually. Uh, it will randomly uh, generate a weapon. You take out the box and then you know, you're ready for action. I'm really surprised that there's actually some people that have not played this game. They didn't know that. They play Call of Duty either strictly for the multiplayer and or they will just play for the campaign. You know, so um, if you're listening to this, never tried Call of Duty Nazi Zombies. You know, the classic will always be, you know, Call of Duty World at War is what started it. Uh, Black Ops had a Resurrection DLC. Uh, Black Ops, Call of Duty Black Ops 1 had uh, the fourth DLC pack, which is Resurrection. That brings all the Nazi Zombies maps, rather, from World at War, and they brought it over to, sort of has a remastered achievement. So, yeah, if you haven't, definitely try it. I think the latest Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War has... Um, expanded upon the mold, and that's also great too. So I also recommend um, Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War, uh, Nazi Zombies as well. Really enjoyable, awesome play with friends, of course, and uh, I think it will satisfy that hunger for survival. And the fifth game that I want to talk about on this list is actually another favorite of mine, which is called State of Decay 2, Daybreak Mode. State of, the, State of Decay 2, oh my goodness, can't talk. State of Decay 2, Daybreak Mode is a horde mode and it's cool because you can play it up to three friends and it's about that you are you have a scientist that he's working on on a machine he's it's a machine that he's trying to deploy and sort of it will i guess kill the virus so to speak of this machine but the noise will attract a constant horde of zombies so you and three friends have to protect the scientist you guys sort of have like a fortress so to speak, but what's cool is that you guys are basically trying to hold out until daybreak, until the morning, and there's a total of seven waves, and man, it gets very chaotic, and what's cool is that in between waves, there is an airdrop that will drop supplies, whether it's ammo, health, etc., to keep you going until daybreak, and it gets very, very you could, you could easily get overwhelmed of how many zombies uh, come at you and your friends. And what's really cool is that they could also do damage to the fort that you're in. So you have like giant walls that you have. They can actually break down the walls. And if they break down, if they manage to breach the walls, you will have to not only eliminate, like one buddy's going to have to try to eliminate all the zombies that are rushing in. But as soon as possible, you or a friend is going to have to rebuild the wall to stop the breach. And it's really cool. It takes constant communication. You're trying to survive a tube daybreak. And I think that this, this mode also satisfy uh, if you, you're really just looking for a horde mode or survival mode to play with a couple of buddies, I highly recommend ZDK2 Daybreak Mode. The awesome thing, rather, is that um, it's on Game Pass. It's on Xbox Game Pass. With Xbox Game Pass, you also have access to the State of the K2 Juggernaut Edition, which features all the DLC content, graphical improvements, and also a whole other uh, region for the campaign modes. And State of K2, if you're a zombie fan, it's an outstanding game. Highly recommend. I actually spoke about this game in another episode of mine. Of I think it's the second episode where I recommend 
about some of the best co- cooperative games you can play with friends. Yeah, it's really State of K two is really awesome, and it definitely <laughs> deserves a spot for 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 these two episodes, for episode two and then this one. If you have Xbox Game Pass or just own the game, definitely check this mode out if you're in a mood for a survival or slash horde mode experience. Another game that I recommend on this list is called Strange Brigade. Now, Strange Brigade is a four-player cooperative game. It has a campaign mode, but it also has a survival mode. And it's cool because, same concept, there is an end game, and you and three of your friends are trying to survive and beat the hordes of enemies. But what's really cool about this game is sort of, you know, it's a third-person shooter, and not only if you're looking just for a survival experience, but this game, I will kind of say the theme of it is unique. You're sort of in Egypt, and sort of reminds me of like an Indiana Jones kind of style game, but with awesome weaponry. In my opinion, you also have powers and stuff, and um, you know some of the, the some of the enemies you'll be fighting in the game, which is like mummies, um, also squirt giant scorpions, and also creatures. And it's definitely a satisfying experience. Definitely a gorgeous game to look at. Also, I think it's this game is very heavy in detail. It's also by the developers that developed the Sniper Elite series. But I mean, you can see the similarities in terms of the engine. Um, sort of how you the animations to run and stuff, but this game does have overall a different feel than the Sniper Elite series, which is a good thing, you know. Strange Brigade, I highly recommend that one as well. Definitely worth a pickup if you're looking for a game with a good survival mode, and definitely check out like the campaign as well if you have uh, three other buddies to play with. Definitely recommend. I think overall this game is a good package for the story and also the survival mode. Alright, so on to the next game. Now, the next game on this list is Bulletstorm. Bulletstorm is an amazing first-person shooter. It's uh, story-driven. It's an action-packed game. has an awesome story to it. But what I like about the Xbox One and also PS4 version of the game is that they featured... If you don't like playing games where there's a lot of profanity constantly coming out of the character's mouth, there's an actual sensor button in the options where your character every you know curse or uh jokes you know dirty jokes will actually be censored and it's a really cool addition to the game um also you can play as duke nukem the xbox one and ps4 actually uh duke nukem is sort of a dlc i think you either pay three to five dollars but uh it's cool it replaces the main protagonist of, this, of the game with duke nukem and actually is voiced by duke nukem so you're not just playing as a uh, empty shell of Duke Nukem, rather, and <laughs> just running through the game looking like Duke Nukem. No, it's actually the whole, every dialogue and the story of the main protagonist is replaced with Duke Nukem's. And it's really awesome. I highly, re- you know, this this game, in terms of gameplay, is really fun. You get to sort of, as a fun, unique combat system where you sort of get to create your kills. You get to sort of kick somebody in the air, shoot them, and use a whip to pull them back and, you know, throw them somewhere else. It's really cool. It's really, really cool. But what I like about this game, the campaign is single player, but there is a multiplayer portion of the game. Now, the multiplayer mode of the game is actually a survival mode. So it's sort of a competitive slash cooperative experience. And I'm going to elaborate on that a little bit. So the cooperative is that you play with three other players. 
Those three other players could be your friends if you so choose, or just randoms as a matchmaking, so you could group up with other players around the world. You you are trying to survive. There's different waves, and you're trying to survive each wave. But the competitive aspect for this game is that you and the three other players are trying to compete for the best score in every round. So it's really cool. And I do believe there is an end game. And the more you play the game, the more points you get. The more points, those points... Um, well, rather, those points are like sort of like XP as well. So the more XP you get, you will level up and you will get cool like cosmetic outfits for your character, weapon skins, etc. And um, this game, again, is, is a lot of fun to play the campaign alone. But multiplayer, if you have a couple of buddies to play this with, you could play together, compete for the best score, and just pure fun. Just pure fun. I mean, come on, that game has a four-barrel shotgun. I mean, come on, where, where do you see a game with that, you know? So I highly recommend Bulletstorm if you're looking for that survival um, mode itch, you know? Definitely, or horror mode. I, guess, I don't know, it's up to you what you call this one. Uh, but I highly recommend this mode as well. I think you won't be disappointed. It's actually really satisfying to play. Highly recommend it. Alright, and the next one, the next game on this list is called Fortified. Fortified is a third-person, fortress-style, third-person shooter. So it does feature a campaign mode and also survival mode. The campaign also uses the survival mode elements, so to speak. Um, it takes this game takes place in the 1950s or 30s I think the 50s I'm pretty sure but yes so <laughs> 1950s and there's four different classes you could choose from pretty much four different characters they each uh, feature different abilities different weapons that they could use uh, for example there's a spaceman class the spaceman class he has weapons that could freeze his enemies which is what you want because you're in the game you're sort of protecting uh, a generator. You're protecting a generator and you're trying to stop the evasion, the hordes of enemies that are coming in to destroy it. So the spaceman has the ability to, to freeze some enemies, which will stop the advancement of enemies and among other stuff. And then as you keep on playing the game, there's also you unlock skill points. These skill points, I mean, it's exactly that. You can use these skill points to buy skills, whether from weapon upgrades or ability upgrades. And you can play this game up to three three of your buddies. So this game looks great, plays great, and the best part is it's only fifteen dollars. And that's it's not even on sale. Like that's that's just the, the game is fifteen bucks. And uh, you can play it with your friends and have a good time with it, and it's really fun. It's really fun. Highly recommend this one. Last but not least, because there are so many games out there that has survival mode slash horde mode molds in them it could be a, a 10 hour podcast you know <laughs> uh but the last game that i'm gonna choose on this list maybe in the future i'll do a future episode on this because uh, i actually love talking about this mold is a game called hypercharge unboxed now this game is pretty awesome it actually it just received the update recently um so it's it's a first person it's a first person shooter slash third person uh, this update recently introduced a third-person perspective of it. And you play as toys. <laughs> and it's like a tower defense mode kind of game. Uh, but it also features other modes as well. So like Team Deathmatch. Um, I do believe Capture the Flag. And some other modes. Uh, but there is a survival mode where you can play with your friends. And you play as toys. You're fighting other toys. 
and some of the maps are the maps are huge, and it's, it's kind of fun. I love these games. It sort of reminds me of Army Men back at the back on the the Tunnel sixty four or PlayStation. And, you know, these maps, they feature like you play like in a bedroom, for example, or you could play in the bathroom or you could play, you know, it's just really cool that you're shooting hordes of enemies and they're like, it's toy soldiers and trains and just other toys. And what's cool is that it has a leveling system. You sort of level up at your own pace. So it has a drop in and drop out sort of aspect to the game. And the more you play it, the more XP you get. The more XP you get, the more cool stuff you unlock, whether it's cosmetic for your toys. And I do believe you unlock weapons as well. It's an awesome game, very also very colorful as well, and I don't know, just this this game I don't know makes me feel like a big kid, you know. <laughs> so this game I do highly recommend. Unfortunately, it's only available on PC and Nintendo Switch right now. It's not available on the Xbox One or PS4 as of yet. I do believe the developers have announced that they are working on other versions of the game, and this game has good support. Again, like I mentioned, they recently came out with uh, an update and developers have confirmed more updates are coming soon to this game so this game has been out since last year i'm really awesome it's really awesome to hear that still receiving continued support you know if you're looking for that tower defense system play with your friends this game i think it's just a whole lot of fun you know if you love seeing toys blow up this is the game for you so these are nine games that I recommend to you if you're looking for that horde slash survival mode experience to play with a couple of your friends. Um, I think these games would definitely satisfy what you're looking for. These games are featured on the Xbox uh, 360 or you have an Xbox One. You know, Call of Duty Nazi Zombies also on the PlayStation uh, platforms. And it sucks that it's not on the Switch. I don't really like, you know, that to be on the Switch. But yeah. And also I do have to mention that Bulletstorm, I do believe, is on Xbox One, PS4, like I mentioned, uh, but it's also featured on the Nintendo Switch. But to my knowledge, I do believe that they cut out the multiplayer for the Nintendo Switch version, unfortunately. Uh, I could be wrong about that, but probably right after this podcast, I'm actually going to look into that, because I love Bulletstorm, and that game is a must. And that's it. That's the end of this episode. This is my list of nine games, nine survival slash horde games that I highly recommend you try out, check out if you're looking for that survival slash horror, uh, survival slash horror, survival slash horde. These games would definitely satisfy. And remember, thank you so much for, for listening to this episode. Now, True Way Gaming, remember, it's about me answering you, the listeners, questions. And you can submit your questions if you have any, if you want your question to be featured on the show. You would send your question at twgpquestions at gmail.com. And make sure on the subject bar you put questions so that way I know it's a question. And God willing, I hope your question will be featured on the next episode. And I want to say thank you so much for tuning in. I love you guys. My name is One Way Soldier. And this is the end of my transmission. You are.